It is time, time, time. Kick it. Welcome to the feed. Good afternoon. My name is Rashmi Kumar and welcome to this latest segment of the feed. Joining me in this warm beautiful episode is my co-host Travis Radke. So keep listening to NR92. Don't go anywhere cuz we have something you don't want to miss. Over to Travis. We'll tell you more on this. Thanks Rashmi. Today we are talking about the many wonderful clubs here on our campus. Have you ever been in a school club, Rashmi? Yes, at the university level. I was a member of the dramatics club. Ooh, sounds dramatic. <laughs> Oh, it does. <laughs> well, if you wanted to start that club up again at Nate, you should talk to our friend Sabrina. Thank you, Travis. So I thought it'd be important to take a look at why clubs are important, how to join them, and maybe how to make your own. As students, our life is solely revolved around school. We come here, try to get decent grades, then go home, then do homework, try to get a decent meal, and also make a little money. But one thing that us students forget about is clubs. There are after activities for us to do where we can have fun and make new friends. Nate's clubs exist solely to expand and enhance your post-secondary experience. Nate's has a whole office dedicated to the clubs and I spoke to one of the ladies that work there. Um, I'm Krista Wildeman and I'm a club support specialist. Krista's job is to ensure that all Nate clubs run smoothly and are looked after. As her job solely has to do with the clubs, I asked why is it so important for Nate students to partake in these? It really helps get students involved on campus, um, and it also offers them a lot of opportunities which they wouldn't be able to get. Some soft skills such as team building, event creation, event planning, um, those kind of things that they might not get, and marketing skills. There are actually over 105 Nate organized clubs. And it's pretty easy to sign up for one. When you go on orgsync.ca slash NATSA, um, you will be able to do a search. So you can search any kind of keyword. So you can put in gaming, for example, and you could see that there's Super Smash or there's League of Legends. um, There's like a Smite Club, those kind of things. And say if you can't find a club that's really to your liking or you have a brand new idea for a club, you can also start your own. So that would be on OrgSync as well. Um, you just need three members to start up a club. And then rather than searching a club, you would just go to organizations and register new organizations and just fill in the paperwork. So if you're looking for more information or have any questions, Nate's Club Center is open from 8 till 5, Monday to Friday. And there's also a very adorable, cute puppy there that always wants some love. Thank you, Sabrina. That was so informative. I have enough stuff with me in case I think about joining or starting a club. Technically, in my fourth semester, I would still be a student, right, Travis? <laughs> yeah, so. you could just come back for club days, I oh, guess. yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite things to do when I was a kid was play Super Smash Brothers. And I understand that our friend Reese has some info on Smash players at Nate. Yeah, I mean, sometimes de-stressing is what you need, and a perfect way to achieve that is animated video game violence. I talked to Bailey O'Boyle, a member of the Nate Super Smash Bros. Club. Not all Nate clubs have to do with physical activities. Some are all about mashing buttons and beating up your friends in the 2D world. Members of the club have been in love with the game since childhood, and when they saw there was a community around it here in Edmonton, things just took off. Um, well, when we came to Smash in the City, Edmonton was a very large group for players, and currently the only two big ones were at the U of A and at uh, Church at South Edmonton every Friday. So when it came for school meetups, U of A had one, and there was a huge player base here around Nate, So it was almost just like adding two and two together that we would establish one here. But because there is a cult following to the game, sometimes word can get out, attracting newcomers and people from where you wouldn't expect. Um, 
what's unique about it compared to a lot of clubs is we do get a lot of people who are not from Nate who come just to play, but probably around half are from Nate. So on any day, the slowest I've seen is about 15, and the largest I've seen is about 38, 40. But that's no problem because the fan base just has a love for the game. Sometimes nothing can stop that love for the game and need to play, even school. Uh, sometimes we have a variety of TOs, which are tournament organizers. Sometimes they'll miss a day or two because of exams or final assignments, but because we have about five people who are trained enough to help run the tournament, and almost everyone there knows how to set up TVs, set up game consoles, uh, we're usually pretty well off, even with exams. Finding common interests with people is one of the strongest ways to make new friends. Gaming with good people is a great way to jumpstart that process, and when you get 20 to 40 people all in one room together, bonds are made. Um, I've been going since the start of my very first semester, and there's people I've seen who, who went to their first meetup here at Nate. I went to my first meetup at Nate, and I still have people I know from different programs, mostly DMIT, but they're still all over Nate. And then a few people even outside of Nate who I've grown to become friends with because they come every week, Thursday, fairly consistently. It's a very tight community. We're very open to new people, but once you get in and like people come every Thursday, because the nature of the game is so competitive, we're very tight with each other. Now, I'm not a gamer per se, so I usually main Luigi because I have a Luigi-stylized style, Wiimote. What about you guys? You know, I main Pikachu just because he was a counter to Fox and Brawl. Or not Brawl, and Smash U, and one of my best mates played Fox a lot. How about you, Rashmi? Do you play Smash at all? No, I don't, and I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but I have something that might interest you, Travis. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Tyler talks about Dungeons & Dragons Club at Nate. Over to you, Ty. Yeah, Dungeons & Dragons is one of those games with like a massive cult following. Like It's insane how much people love this thing. And Nate has a club, the Nate Gamers of Dungeons & Dragons. They meet about twice a week, but I really wanted to just get to know more about the game. So I talked to Matt, who's an avid D&D player. Before I even got into the club aspect of D&D, I had to learn what exactly is this game with a huge cult following. Dungeons and Dragons is a, a role-playing board game where you roll dice um, to attack, to do any events that's actually in it, where it's as real as a game can get. You go in, into dungeons and you defeat monsters, you rest, you have a party. You can do basically anything in the game, but it involves rolling dice and playing with a bunch of teammates. This is definitely not a game that's meant for just one person since it is an in-person role-playing game. So I asked, how many people do you kind of want in a game? You need a, you need a dungeon master. Um, that is first and foremost, the person that would tell the story. Then a good four or more people would be great. But as soon as you start hitting more than seven, it takes a little while to do your turn in a game. So try to stay around the four or five. It was mentioned briefly there, but one of the most iconic roles in this game is the Dungeon Master. So I asked, what exactly is the Dungeon Master? The Dungeon Master is the person who tells a story, and then the other four people decide what their role is because they're all going to be characters in the story. Because the Dungeon Master is the person telling the story, and they're telling the story as if the four people playing are in the story. And they're, they're going to be doing different adventures and different actions based on what the 
Dungeon Master says. The Dungeon Master is obviously a crucial, crucial role to the game, so what makes a good Dungeon Master? What makes a good Dungeon Master is someone who is able to tell a really critique story, someone who can really express, hey, um, we're in a dungeon that has full of bright lights, and they can really explain a story thoroughly. Um, someone who just says, hey, we're in a dungeon, um, this chair a few feet away, uh, and he doesn't really know what he's doing, that's not a really good dungeon master. A really good dungeon master explains the story thoroughly and gets, tries to get everyone involved as much as possible. An incredibly, incredibly in-depth game. That's what Dungeons & Dragons is all about, is really immersing its players into the world of D&D. Because of this, games can take a very long time, and I was very shocked to learn exactly how long it could take to complete one game of Dungeons & Dragons. I've actually never finished the game, but I hear it can take up to months to finish. Um, I know I play every single Wednesday, uh, so... I'm assuming it would take a couple months, but it can be a really in-depth game because it is such a role-playing game, but it's so much fun. Highly recommend it. So there you have it. The Nate Gamers of Dungeons & Dragons meet twice a week, Wednesdays and Fridays. And it's not just Dungeons & Dragons either. They play some other games such as Magic the Gathering. Oh. Who would you play in a D&D campaign, Tyler? Well, I talked to Matt a little bit about the characters off mic, and he mentioned that some people like to start off as peasants because, you know, <laughs> everyone loves an underdog. So I think I would definitely start at the lowest level and just be a peasant. <laughs> well, if Dungeons & Dragons isn't your jam, Rashmi took a look at some of the more athletic clubs on our campus. Absolutely, Travis. When I first started doing my research on sports clubs at Nate, I realized that there is a certain amount of confusion between these clubs and Nate Oaks teams. These teams are serious business. They compete at intercollegiate level, while the sports clubs run by Nate's are for light, fun social activities. Let's listen. And if you thought life at Nate was all about studies, no. Nate Students Association offers sports clubs that are alive and kicking and wanting more and more students to join them. I spoke to the members of some of these clubs. My name is Amanda Woke and I am the president of Nate Trifecta Triathlon Club. I started this club in September of 2016 and the purpose behind that was I'm very passionate about triathlon. It's a big part of my life. And I realized at school there was a bunch of different sports clubs, a bunch of different teams, but nothing swimming, cycling, or running based. So I took it upon myself to create the club. And I found a team of executives that are equally as passionate and as excited as I am. And um, yeah, that's how it was started. So do you want to take this to a professional level and do something like in future once you graduate? Oh, you know, I've never really thought about that. I'm a big believer in having sports and hobbies to kind of accentuate other aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. And I find that sometimes when you become too set on one thing, um, it kind of controls and becomes more of a stressful situation. And I would never want that. My name is John. I'm in the BBA program, the Bachelor of Business Admin, and I'm also the president of the Winter Sports and Social Club at Nate. So we're involved in all kinds of winter activities, obviously, from the name. We do, obviously, skiing and snowboarding. We're not limited to just that. We do, uh, we do like, snowshoeing, uh, snowball fights. We'll go tobogganing. We'll do, uh, you know, volunteering events out in the snow. Um, I think next year we've 
on a, like a winter festival plan, a whole bunch of stuff. Anything that kind of can have fun in the snow with. Actually, we've got a ski trip planned for the second. We're going on a day trip to Lake Louise. We were supposed to have a snowball fight planned for the 31st Friday, as you and everyone else, I'm sure, can see. The, the weather has not cooperated as far as earned, so unfortunately that was cancelled, but um, we will, we'll be meeting over the summer to plan a whole bunch of events for the following semester, so look out for us next semester next uh, semester in September. I asked Rose Martin Baumgartner, campus club manager, on how these sports clubs play an important role in shaping up a student's personality. And this is what she had to say. There's so many benefits to being involved in a club. So they learn a lot of uh, skills, interpersonal skills and developing organization and uh, just following through on their commitment. Some of the other sports clubs at Nate are Dragon Boat Racing Club, International Soccer Club, Table Tennis Club and Snow Valley Club that promotes volunteer initiative programs for winter sports. You could become a part of these clubs too. Just sign in to Oxing, look under the sports category and there you are. You could be Dragon Boating too. Dragon boating, that sounds pretty rad, Rash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After the break, we're going to be talking about Caribbean Club, Anime Club, and we're even going to try and make a club for ourselves. You're listening to The Feed on NR92. Welcome back. You are still listening to The Feed very much. It's 1.49 and it's really looking warm and bright and sunny outside. And the sun quite always reminds me of a long beach, great food, great music, and of course, all this at the Caribbean islands. But I might not have to go too far to explore that. Stefan talks about the Caribbean Students Club at Need. Over to Stefan. Yeah, so there are a lot of uh, campus clubs here at Nate, but most of them focus on shared activities. But a few clubs bring people together through shared culture. One of these, as Rashmi mentioned, is the Caribbean Students Club. I spoke with two of the members about this unique group. My name is Denise, and I'm the president of the Caribbean Club. I'm Azela, and I'm the VP of Operation. As a Caribbean students club, you'd think it was just for people born in the West Indies. But Tanisa and Azela said that the club is about more than that. Well, it's a cultural club, but it's not only for Caribbean students. It's for anybody that's interested in learning about the Caribbean, whether you like the Caribbean food, Caribbean songs, or even the Caribbean dance. With so many clubs here on campus, and even a bigger club for international students, I wanted to know why they thought the Caribbean Students Club was important. For the Caribbean students themselves, we try to make them feel like they're still at home, so we try to incorporate stuff that they would normally do. It's harder to find um, people from your own community outside of school, so that's why it's a good opportunity for us to interact with each other on campus. And for a non-Caribbean student, we want to give them the opportunity to experience something different. So that's kind of like our main goal. The club was started two years ago, and the group has been active ever since. We've mostly done bake sales. Um, we have success with that, so we tend to go for the bake sales because a lot of people love the Jamaican patties. It's like every time we have a bake sale, it's like, are they going to be Jamaican patties? It's like, yes, it's a must. The Caribbean is made up of a huge number of countries, 15 in the CARICOM Economic Union alone. It seems like it would be difficult to bring all the different groups together, but Tanise says it's the opposite. The crazy thing is, like, when we were back home, like, 
there were conflicts between the, the islands. But being here and having the club is like one big family. Because you have Jamaicans and you have Trinidadians who necessarily don't always get along back home. But they're here interacting and participating in events. Yeah, they tend to unite people a lot more when you're in a foreign place. The club has 35 members right now, but they're dropping to just 22 after this semester. So they'll be actively recruiting next fall. What we do, like, every time that there's an orientation, we're always there. So, like, we'll, we'll scout out the new people from the Caribbean, and that's how we get new members. Compared to other cities in Canada like Toronto, Edmonton has a small Caribbean community. So Tanise and Azela said that the club is about more than just fun at school. It's a way of finding everybody in the same spot at the same time to push the idea. So starting off in Nate gave us the opportunity to find these people, make the connection, and then once we leave Nate, if it's something we want to take out into the larger community, then that's something we can do. The club is always looking for new people, as they mentioned, so if you want to see what it's all about, find them on Facebook or on OrgSync. Thank you, Stefan. Your information has formed my resolve to visit the Caribbean islands for a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Today on Feed, we have something else that might interest you. Travis has done a segment on Anime Club at Nate, and strangely, uh, since... I really find it so hard mm-hmm. to pronounce this word. You nailed that pronunciation, I'm, though. I, did I? Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Travis. I had to practice it like <laughs> 50 times. <laughs> so I'm going to let you take over on that. Yeah, anime. It's definitely a niche hobby that can be really tricky to get into. But luckily, there's actually a club here on campus that's willing to help you get started. Anime. It's a style of animation originating from Japan that is currently surging in popularity across the world. The medium once bound to kid shows like Dragon Ball Z... is now achieving mainstream success with hits like Attack on Titan. There's no doubt in my mind that anime is trending, but it can still be a real difficult hobby to get into. Luckily, there's a club here at Nate that will help you with getting hooked on anime. I'm Yi. I'm the president of Super Nate's Anime Club, also known as Snack Simply. Snack formally became a club in 2013, but its origins go back over a decade. It actually started in 2003. And nobody knew about it because it was just a bunch of guys in what like that was sitting in the HP Center, which was at the time new, and they just sat around a laptop watching DV anime DVDs. And I think one time they almost got kicked out because they were really enthusiastic talking about anime and everything. Although Snack is an anime club, they're pretty lax with what you can do at their meetings. You don't even have to like anime to come to anime club. It might have that name, but I don't personally like to put the label of just you have to like anime and manga to join. You you can like anything you want. That is just there. If you just want to come in and make friends and go right ahead. Like maybe you'll just maybe you'll find something else in common that's not anime, like video games or something else. And that's basically what the clubs has been about since it got started. Just to meet new people with the same likes and interests and make new friends basically. Snack even has events that will get you off campus and give you a chance to explore the city. Because we have week not weekly, monthly <laughs> events called Goyes, which okay. stands for to get off your ass event. We go out to eat, we sometimes go karaoke, bowling, tabletop gaming, escape rooms, just about anything, mostly. 
they're all food related okay. because we all like food. So they're just like events to, for members to go at, on their if they're available and get to know each other okay. and just hang out and talk and eat. Try something new and go make some friends. Give the Super Nate Anime Club a shot. Yeah, so the Super Nate Anime Club, they meet every Friday, which is today, at 4 o'clock in the Cat Building. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, go there if you have time. And thank you so much, Travis. <laughs> no and for all those who are tuned in right now, if you are not yet tempted to join a club, wait till you hear more. Yeah, for the grand finale, we're going to be making our own club with Graham. Yeah, so I want it on an adventure to try and start a club, and I came up with the Resume Club. Which is a lot more interesting than uh, it sounds here. The goal of the Resume Club was to give out as many titles as possible to as many students as possible so they can have some sort of club executive thing on their resume. And then I figured out it wasn't that easy. Okay, so I'm on the Nate Club's How to Start a Club website here, and apparently you need three things to start a club. A president, a vice president, and a treasurer. So I'm obviously going to be the president, but I guess I just need to find a vice president and a uh, treasurer now. So I'm going to go do that. Hey, Owen, do you want to be the vice president of my club? Sure. I, gu- I guess I could. You know, I'd It'll be like no work. No work at all? None. Okay, prime. What do I get for being vice president? You get the title of vice president. Cool. Hey, Reese, you want to be the treasurer of my club? Uh, you know, Graham, it's always been a good vice president. Reese talks a lot. get it going and it could be something beautiful okay so i got a team now here now it says i need to link to OrgSync to register a club i don't have an OrgSync profile so i think i'm gonna have to do that now okay so step one was create a profile which i've done on OrgSync now it's just got like my name email really nothing in the about me sections haven't uploaded a photo and then it says step two create an organization slash club account It gives me absolutely no direction to do that, so I'm going to figure out how to do that now. I ended up going to the club office to ask for help. I have a president, VP, and treasurer. Okay. Now what's my next step? Okay, so it's actually all done online. Okay. Through the platform OrgSync. Okay. So that's where all club administration is done. Okay. So on there is where you would register your group. All right. Are there any requirements that a club needs? Just the three executives. Just the three executives. We don't actually have to meet. Or is that a thing? It's good when you're filling out the form to have your executives around because it goes over okay. what people's roles are, okay. what to do if somebody's not fulfilling their role, so everyone's on the okay. same page as to so how So my that I- would idea for the club, it's going to be called the Resume Club. <laughs> okay. And the basic fact is anybody can join. There's no actual meetings, and you can give yourself a title just to look good on a resume. The purpose of clubs is to enhance students' experience here okay. and to do the networking and building connections not just to get it on your transcript. So a bit of a cop-out club to get something on the transcript it's not would not allowed, be... Okay. No, not allowed. It has to well, have some value in the community um, and that you're doing things for the students. That's the intent of clubs okay. on campus. So with the original idea not really flying down there, I needed to come up with something else. So a resume building club, if there is something where we meet once a month to help students work on their resumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's legitimate... Yeah, okay. say you were doing, like, professional writing workshops or something like that, where okay. all of that is building skills for your resume, that would be fine. 
Uh, I've come up with a backup plan here, because apparently in your new organization we got our three people needed, but there's also 11 other positions that can be filled. So if we keep this club at least decently quiet, we can still help some people get random things on their resume while fronting as an organization or a club that helps people with their resumes. Anyways, I've got the uh, first three here. We're going to leave the other 11 positions open, and we're just going to continue and see what happens. Okay, so now i got to give roles of everything. I'm going to give as many people a role as possible for their resume. I need to make these as different as possible. Now, there's 16 of these, and our club is way too simple. So I really need to stretch out, like, what is a grad coordinator going to do for our club? I don't know. I need to figure that one out. Same with the sports representative for, for a resume club. I don't know, but we'll get something for them so that all 14 positions here will be open. Okay, so we got our roles filled out for people need to do for this resume club, and now it's asking me if we want a staff advisor. Um, I'm going to go with no. I think we're just going to wing it here. Now, club operations. Oh, there's a whole bunch more stuff here. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness me. Okay, well, I've got a lot more work than I expected here. So, I've just figured out our constitution and given the process for getting rid of executives and whatnot. I've agreed to not spam our members with email. And now I'm about to hit finish to uh, register the club. Is the uh, resume club a thing on the website? I think we might have to get approval or some sort. Either way, I have attempted to start a club, and uh, we'll see what happens with it. So, yeah, as of now, the resume club is still pending approval, but we'll see what happens there. You know what, Travis? I might think of starting a dramatics club. That's really? not still so dramatic. This isn't, oh, <laughs> I was going to say, that's a pretty dramatic claim. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh my God! Oh my Get God! Over you guys. <laughs> dramatic. And by the way, thank you so much yeah, thanks, Graham, Graham. for inspiring me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for the feed. I'm Travis Radke, and I'm Rashmi Kumar. Have a good evening. Thanks for listening to the feed. Hear it again on Sunday nights at seven, and find it online at nr92.com. <laughs> <laughs>